This is the Limo Show 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 Show. Today, we're going to cover some of the things you must do on a first date with a woman and how to consistently close. Now, first, here's something you need to know, okay? Women are putting you in one of these three boxes. Whenever they meet you, they're putting you into these three boxes. Either you're gonna become the nice guy friend or you're gonna become kind of the long-term provider. That's how they, they categorize you. Or you're gonna be in the playboy slash lover type of box. Okay, let's talk about the first box. So the first box is the nice guy friend. Now this guy, usually he's not gonna strike any sexual interest in her. He's gonna be too politically correct, too agreeable, too friendly, always available for her. And his game is not gonna be, he's non-existent almost. I mean, he's not gonna have any edge to to his speech, right? He's not gonna be bold at all. He's just gonna be very PC, mainstream, very like normal, normal shit that every guy does. And um, if she likes her vibe, then she'll befriend you. But because there's no edginess, because there's no flirt going on, there's no sexualization going on, then, you know, she's, she's not gonna hook up with you. Now, the second box is the long-term provider. So this is the second box where you're physically attractive, you make a lot of money, you have a lot of good attributes about yourself, but something is missing. You're missing that edge as well. You're, you're the safe option, basically. You're the safe option, she can make you wait. She knows that you're kind of a nice guy too, so you're gonna wait two, three, four, five dates, and um, she knows that she can play with you. And some of the symptoms for guys in the second box are the first one is you have to go on multiple dates before the girl sleeps with you. You have to go on three, four, five, six dates before you actually sleep with a girl. The second thing is girls will never chase for your attention usually. Like you're always gonna be the one chasing after them. You're always gonna be, gonna be the one texting them. They're not gonna text you by themselves. The third thing is you don't know how to escalate quickly and so during the date you get a bit anxious when it comes to the whenever there's tension you try to diffuse the tension and you're not you're, you're not able to hold the tension the proper way and escalate and you don't close the deal very often right and you feel like everything is i mean you, you kind of rely on luck basically and so that's not good now the third box is the box of the playboy, the lover, and this is really the one you want to be in. This is this is the box you want to be in, okay? So that's when she meets you and she gets almost instantly attracted to you because there's something different about you. She, she can sense that you're carefree, that you can walk away at any time, that you can say whatever, whatever you want, right? And you don't care of like, you know, if you have to offend her or if you have to say something that's not necessarily going to be taken uh, positively by her, uh, you're not afraid of just speaking your mind. You're not afraid of, uh, even if it's a bit edgy or even if it's very polarizing, you're going to say it anyway. And this is the type of guy where whenever he meets a girl, he can really instantly like polarize the conversation, escalate pretty quickly, 
uh, introduce some sexual topics in the conversation pretty quickly too. And that's when she's twirling her hair, she's giggling at everything you say. Um, and I mean, not everything, but she, she, you know, she kind of like, she's really into you, right? Even if you're not that funny. And afterwards, obviously when it comes to pull, pulling her back to your place, then she happily follows you, has another glass of wine, sits on your couch, then makes out with you, then has sex with you. And then says, oh, you know, I never do this. How, how did I end up here? Right. This is the type of situations you're going to be in. You won't need to go on like three, four, five dates. Like after one date, you're gonna fuck her, and afterwards, like she's gonna wonder, like shit, this guy is different, right? And remember this: like women can break the rules for you if you are a high value guy and if you actually know how to conduct the whole thing. Because women will will always make the rules for chumps, and they they will always break them for playboys. Um, and if she feels like you're higher value than her, then she's probably gonna, you know, uh, she's gonna have some scarcity about, about having sex with you. But if she feels like, ah, you're kind of at her level or below her level, then she knows, okay, she can play with you. She knows she has the advantage and she, she has the upper hand, right? Now it should be obvious. It's most beneficial to start as the lover. You know, because when you become the playboy first, when you become the, the lover first, you can pick your favorite girl out of the, the ones you're dating already. Like right now, I'm dating two, three, five girls. And I mean, I don't see them every week. I see maybe one girl every two, three weeks or something. Some I see every week, maybe sometimes. But out of all these girls, I know that I can, like, I can pick at least three of those that I'm seeing already and make them my girlfriend if I want to. Right, but it's better to start with sex first and then relationship second. Not relationship first and then sex second. Okay, so it's not the other way around. You have to, before you become a long-term customer of a product, it's better to taste what the product is like first, right? It's better to taste the product first and see what it's like later, uh, for, for later, for long-term. So it's kind of the same thing here, like have sex first, become the lover first, be the playboy first, and then if you want to commit to a long-term thing, fine, but at least you started the right way, on the right foot, right? So that's one thing. So um, it, it, here's the thing as well, like you, you can't go from being the nice guy to being the lover. Like once women generalize you, once she categorizes you, it's very hard to go back to another box, okay? But you can always go from the lover box to the long-term boyfriend box. But it's very hard to go from the nice guy or long-term provider to the playboy box. Okay, like you have to start, like the initial conditions you set in the beginning of, of the relationship are gonna set the frame for the rest of the relationship. So you have to really set the right initial conditions from the beginning and set the right frame from the beginning, right? And you gotta be the lover first. That's, that's what I recommend everybody. So be the lover first and then be the boyfriend or friend later. Okay, now let's dive in and talk about what to actually do when going on a first date. So the first thing before the date, before the date even happens, like don't set dates more than a week ahead in the future. So don't set a date for like three weeks ahead or something. Okay, because there's a high chance that the girl will flake. The sooner you can set up the date, the better. So usually if I'm texting girls on a Monday or a Tuesday, I'm gonna try to set up a date for like Thursday or Friday or Saturday, right, the same week. Right, because leads are usually going cold in about a week's time. 
in about a week's time you know she's gonna have stuff going on her friends is gonna have a birthday uh, so she's gonna travel somewhere whatever and it's gonna be something okay so be quick okay you have to strike the iron while the iron is hot right I love that saying because it's absolutely true with women because women are very emotional they make decisions very quickly in the moment and if you don't seize those moments and you, if you don't ride you have to ride the wave of, of their emotions right if you don't ride the wave of their emotions then the wave is going to fade away and then it's over uh, now whenever you set a date for another day um, you want to follow up with her at least like let's say I set a date for let's say we're Monday and I'm gonna set a date for like Thursday or Friday then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna remind her at least on, on Wednesday or on Thursday I'm gonna remind her like hey uh, hey Sarah hope you're doing well uh, tomorrow we can go to XYZ place uh, we can meet at XYZ hour and just remind her right so remind her 24 to 48 hours before and then on the same day so let's say Friday comes like let's say we're already on Friday uh, when the, the date is supposed to happen then on the same day I'm also gonna send a text like four to six hours before just to remind her again as well okay sometimes they will do it themselves um, and then a few minutes before we meet I'm just gonna say okay I'm on my way soon or let me know when you're on your way if, if she's coming herself right so that's an example with Christina. For example, Christina, as you can see, after I took her number, I said, hey, it's Limo. She said, hi. Then I said, hey, we're getting drinks together soon. Let me know if tomorrow works for you. And you see how, like, basically, I, I just texted her, like, let's say on Wednesday, and I'm setting up a date for the next day, like for Thursday or something. So I'm very quick, you know? I, I, I really strike the iron while the iron's hot. Look, if you meet a girl on Instagram, try to get her WhatsApp too, or her number too, so that you can follow up from WhatsApp or from like normal messenger like on your phone or you know normal message because if you stay on the app especially with dating apps especially with Bumble and Tinder and all of that it's too noisy there's too many messages too many things too many matches too many too much stuff too much distractions and so it's way more intimate and way more focused if you bring her on WhatsApp or on personal like phone number it's way better so after I take her number I always you know I always try to follow up on whatsapp um, and I always you know remind her a few days before and then the day before the same day like just just be conscious of that like just make sure you, you remind her because girls are can be flaky sometimes and you want to prevent that by reminding them now there's other there's other strategies to prevent flakes but this is one of them now by the way Sometimes the date could even be at your place. You know, if, if the girl is already into me, if I feel like she's already invested, if I feel like she's already down to fuck, she's already, you know, going with all my jokes, she's like laughing all the time, she's like super high temperature, like she's super high energy, whatever, then I'm gonna propose to her to have wine and then when she says where, I'm gonna just give her my address, right? So for example, this is with uh, Magda, one of the girls I was dating. Um, she says, hey, hi Limo, how about actually having that drink? So you see how she is the one getting back to me, right? She's the one kind of being more invested here. And so then I said, sure. And then she says, great, so tell me when you're free. And so then I said, end of the week, hopefully. And so then, you know, we um, when she said where, or when she said, okay, place, then I gave her my place. You see what I mean? And so sometimes, like, don't even bother going to a public place or spending like 40 bucks in a public space. Just 
bring her to your place. And it's not just about the money. It's not even about the money. It's just like, it's much, much easier. It's going to facilitate the whole process. Um, because instead of doing a two-step conversion, instead of doing like, oh, first the, the public's place, and then you have to pull her back to your place, and then whatever. Uh, so that's a two-step opt-in in the funnel. <laughs> instead, you do like a one-step opt-in. Okay, uh, one step, she's at your house already, and you can close very, very easily. So I mean, it's like in business. So the less steps there is, the less friction there is, and the more easily you're gonna close. That's one thing. But you can't, you can't do that with all the girls, especially the girls who have like a long-term potential. It's better to meet them in, like in real life first. But if it's a girl you just wanna fuck or something, great, like just don't bother, like just bring her to your place, man. Um, make that easy for yourself. Uh, now, key mindset. If she's coming to meet you, she's already interested in you. So whenever I'm on a date, I have this mindset that, you know, this is a girl, I've already fucked already. This is a girl, I mean, she already likes me. It's already done, it's a done deal already. So that's my mindset on a date. I'm not there to kind of win her over or impress her or whatever. No, it's, it's already a done deal. I just need to enjoy the ride, talk a bit, vibe with her, escalate things progressively, and then that's it. You know, like, I'm not here to fucking sell myself or win her over or whatever. It's already one. She's already here with me, one-on-one, sitting with me, next to me. It's easy, you know? Now, one of the most important things when you go on a date with, with girls is the logistics. So, first of all, your place, obviously, should be fucking iron clean. Uh, everything should be good. The, the, your bed should be made. Uh, the toilets should be fucking clean with toilet papers, everything. You should have drinks at your place. Everything should be on. You should have condoms as well. Uh, everything. Be seduction ready. Be sex ready also. If you invite her to a public place, make sure it's close to your place. So maximum 5-10 minutes by Uber, ideally walking distance. Now, don't take women on elaborate dinners on a first date. Like, don't take her to a fancy place and try to wine and dine her, etc. Now, if I'm ultra rich, yeah, I could, but even, even, she hasn't earned that yet, to be honest, and it's better to take her out just for a simple drink, simple coffee if it's daytime. Uh, but usually, uh, I recommend doing your, like, if you're having a date with a girl that you want to have sex with, um, you need to see her nighttime because yeah, realistically, like, it's very rare that you're gonna have sex with a girl at 2 p.m. after a coffee. It's very rare. So usually it's always nighttime, okay? You, when, you, when you set a date, set it for like 8 p.m., 9 p.m., something like that. Now, I highly recommend you go to the same venue every time, especially if you're not super experienced getting dates. It's better if the, the conditions are always the same for you so that everything seems in control, everything is familiar, and you're super comfortable in that environment. There's no other variable that, that comes into place that fucks up the whole thing. So you wanna go to the same place each time. So right now, for example, I have two places in my city where I bring all my dates, you know, and I know these two places by heart, I know the menu by heart, I know everything by heart. I even know the staff now. So bring her to your world, preferably. Okay, go to bars, go to locations where you, you know the staff already, where you're a regular already. So first of all, if you bring a girl to a bar you know, and you know the staff, and she sees that you know the staff, like she sees you greeting the staff or being greeted by the staff, you're gonna appear like a minor celebrity. You're gonna appear like, oh man, this guy is social, this guy knows people, this guy, you know, he's a regular, etc. he knows the staff. And so it hires up your value, right? Now, another thing also is, yeah, I mean, if you bring girls all the time to that 
specific bar, you're going to be seen as a playboy by the staff, but that's fine. Okay, that's that's completely fine. I mean, most of the staff they smirk at me or they, they laugh. Especially, uh, I'm friends with a guy in one of the bars I go to. Sometimes he laughs about it or whatever. And that's fine. I don't I don't give a shit. But it's great to bring her to your own world. Now, an important thing to do on a date is to sit next to her instead of in front of her. This is a mistake that I used to do. I used to, you know, sit across from the girl, like face to face. But it's actually better to be at either a 90 degree angle or like really next to her. So either I'm gonna sit next to her or like a 90 degree angle, right? Um, so try to sit next to her if you can, not across from her. That way your legs can touch up against each other naturally and there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a better chemistry. I don't know how to explain this, but it's better. Because psychologically, sitting opposites to each other triggers like kind of this fight or flight hormone because you're kind of against each other. Right? Like if you think about it in negotiations and divorces and fights, like people stand opposites to each other. But when you sit beside her, when you sit beside her in the cafe or in the table, you trigger more of a team spirit and you, you can whisper funny things in her ear. You can involve more touch. Your legs are resting up against each other. It's, it's much better. Right. So I guarantee you try that and it's going to be better. Now, the biggest issues men run into during dates is First of all, usually they don't know how to keep the conversation going and keep it in a way that's non-platonic. The second thing is sexualizing the conversation and escalating. And then the third thing is framing it properly for the girl to come back to the house with you, especially if you've set a date in a public space. Uh, because if you've set the date at your house, then you have to kind of pre-frame things sexually. And there's, there's things you can do to make her even chase for sex, to make, her, to make her even want sex more than you do. There's there's a lot of things you can do. But when it comes to what to say during the date and how to conduct the whole date, honestly, I, I can't go too in depth here. Uh, it's all inside my dating accelerator program. We actually have a whole structure, a whole verbal structure uh, that is gonna allow you to build attraction, build investment, escalate properly, and it's gonna be easy. But I'm just gonna give you a few pointers here. So if you want to turn any interaction romantic or sexual, understand that everything starts with her mind, okay? You have to arouse her mentally first before you arouse her physically. Seduce her mind and then her body will follow. All arousal is psychological. And knowing how to touch her without touching her really touches her. I repeat, knowing how to touch her without touching her really touch her, touches her. And so men are turned on by what they see, women are turned on by what they hear. Men are, are turned on visually and women are turned on mentally. So you have to start gradually talking about topics relating to sex, to relationships, to, to stuff that's more intimate, right? You have to turn her on mentally. And the process of sexualization should be gradual. You can't burn yourself too quick, okay? You need to have the right timing, otherwise you're gonna get blown out. So in the first, stages of the date, you have to build rapport, you have to build some comfort, uh, maybe make her trust you a little bit, share a few things about yourself, make her invest as well and let her talk a lot about herself, etc. So that, so that she feels comfortable. And then at some point, gradually, you're going to start, you know, sexualizing and, you know, really like going more deep into, into sexual topics and romantic topics. And you can ask her questions like, oh, tell me, like, what's your type? Do you have a type? I bet you like dominant guys or um, 
I'm curious, like, have you ever traveled with your boyfriend? If she says yes, you can say, oh, nice, okay, that's great. And so I'm curious, like, okay, this is like a tricky question, but like, what's the craziest place you had sex in? Like, have you ever had sex outdoors? And you can just play with it, you know? You start with something, like, you start with something that's not very edgy, like, oh, have you ever traveled with your boyfriend? And then you can take it to like, oh, okay, so what's the craziest place you had sex in? Or have, have you ever had sex outdoors? You see how it's a bit more edgy, right? Um, you can ask her questions like, oh, how adventurous are you on a scale of one to 10? Or uh, uh, I'm curious, like, do, have you ever tried like some BDSM stuff? And if you guys don't know what BDSM is, it's basically uh, like bondage and, and kinky sex, basically with like handcuffs and like, you know, those type of things, right? Um, but there's a lot of things you can talk about, right? Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into the questions. I mean, I cover this in depth inside my dating accelerator program. But you know, you have to gradually start talking about sex more sexual topics. I gave you some ideas here already. So I can't reveal more in this video. I don't want to make this video too long. But subscribe, obviously, if you like the video. Like this video. Comment on the video. If you want me to talk about some other topics, drop them in the comments. And um, I'm going to make other videos soon. Now, if you don't know yet, uh, if you don't know me yet, I mean, go check out my Instagram at Limo Slady. But for the past eight years, I've been helping men from over 39 countries to skyrocket their dating lives. I've been helping guys from any background, any ethnicity, any age, uh, especially entrepreneurs. And, um, you know, the, the results speak for themselves. You know, we have more than 500 testimonials on our website. Uh, every week I receive new testimonials. Every day I, I share those testimonials on my Instagram, on my stories. Uh, guys who went from you know literally zero dates or, or you know, spending all their evenings alone, like not getting any dates for months on end, to getting like two three dates a week, or guys just finding their dream girlfriend after a few weeks, right? And we do this through the dating accelerator mentoring. This is my main program that I have. It's an eight weeks program, but after the eight weeks, you also have, you also have lifetime access to everything, and we also have a community. We have a mastermind group within the program. And inside the program, every week we tackle specific systems, specific practices that are going to help you get there. Um, and so this is really the best program if you want to win in this area, if you want to have all the right systems and really crush it from there. So if you're interested, if you're serious about your success, book a call below. There's probably going to be a link below. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, there's going to be a link. And if you're listening on YouTube, there's going to be a link as well. Um, and you can just book a call, that way we can discuss your situation, discuss your goals, and then based on that, uh, I'll give you a game plan uh, to crush it within the next few weeks. And look, this is a self-selection. I mean, the winners are going to choose to engage in the right practices and actually find a mentor and invest in themselves. Losers, they, they just stay by themselves, they don't seek any help, they're, they're so cheap that they're looking to save every penny. Uh, there's all, they're always skeptical and so they don't, they don't end up doing anything. Uh, they try doing things by themselves, but it doesn't, clearly doesn't work. And uh, they keep repeating the same mistakes. That, that's what losers do. But the winners, they actually invest in themselves. They seek for help. And they're, they're just open-minded enough to try new things, right? And they try those new things until they succeed, right? And so that's what winners do. And that's what I've done personally. And that's what all my clients and all the, the successful guys that I've seen do. If you're ready to bet on yourself and if you're ready to get two, three dates a week consistently or find a dream girlfriend, book a call below and I'll be happy to discuss with you and show you everything. So thanks for watching and see you on the next video.